You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to uh, Critical Mass for Business. My name is Pete Weitzner. I'm in for Rick Franzi. Rick will be back next week. And you are listening to OC Talk Radio, Orange County's only uh, community radio station. We've got a pair of terrific CEOs, business CEOs, to visit with us in this hour. Coming up in just a moment will be the CEO and founder of Diamond Mind International. Her name is Mila Diamond. And at the bottom of the hour, Heather Peterson will join us. She's the founder and CEO of the National Merchants Association. Real quickly, if you're joining us for the first time or relatively new to our programming, you're listening live right now over the Internet to OC Talk Radio. And you can also listen to a podcast of this program or any of the other 20 to 25 largely business oriented programs stored on iTunes or Stitcher or any podcast aggregator. Terrific uh, peer-to-peer business conversations. That's what we believe in. And case in point, as I mentioned, our guest for the first half hour, Mila Diamond. She is the CEO of Diamond Mind International, which is internationally headquartered in Los Angeles. For over 20 years, Mila has been training business leaders and professionals on how to integrate Mindfulness, that's largely what we'll be talking about with Mila. Mindfulness with business strategies for maximum performance. And now with her firm, Diamond Mind International, she's helping leaders boost innovation, performance, and profitability. If you are looking to maximize your business potential, who isn't? Mila Diamond is your go-to person. Mila, thank you very much for making your way behind the curtain to our studios here in Costa Mesa. Welcome. Thank you so much, Pete. Uh, To start how you got started in this field of mindfulness and then parlayed it into a business. Well, when I came to United States, as you might wonder... You're not, you don't sound like you're from <laughs> Dallas, no. <laughs> you're from... I'm from Dallas, cold Moscow. <laughs> Hard by Moscow, okay. Yes. Came to United States in 1980. I didn't speak any English whatsoever. I could not pursue my career. I studied architecture in Moscow, but I couldn't bring my portfolio. Here in the United States, I didn't speak English, and I was wondering what am I supposed to be doing here. And I didn't, um, couldn't communicate as well. So after a while, I met an amazing business mentor who pointed me to a career in computer science. And you may wonder, what relation does computer science has to mindfulness? Well, or to architecture. With, yeah, to architecture, exactly. Well, with architecture, it's kind of easy because computer science is, I think, largely misunderstood. It's very intuitive science. It's uh, much more creative than people give it a credit. It's not so much linear, logical, as it is very intuitive. So there is a lot of room for creativity. In fact, in computer science, my colleagues, a lot of them came from professional music background and art. So I found that this field has tremendous opportunity for creating pretty much from nothing, from blank, and with zero and ones to create structures, just like in architecture. So you're in the you're in the computer business, com, uh, computer science business at a very early time, right? We're talking about the '80s. Yes. Not the computer business we know today. No, not at all. It was I graduated computer science in '85, and because I was 
also taught by my mentor the methods of mindfulness, mental focus, focused meditation, I was able to escalate my progress. So instead of taking normally, like if you would take a good programmer, a good computer scientist, if they're really good, it would take them about four to five years to become at the consultant level. I was a consultant without being any prodigy whatsoever, I promise you. I was a consultant in less than two years. In about a year and seven to eight months, I was already a consultant after my first job. How were you able to do that? Well, what happens when you learn how to focus, one-pointedly focus your mind and remove all the white noise from your head, all the thoughts that are extraneous, there is something that comes like productivity. Your understanding grows exponentially. You have clarity like you have never, like I have never had before. And it's progressive. So as you start meditation, you start learning how to do it, your energy goes up. And then you gain clarity. And then on that you build. Because with more clarity, it just gives you more energy to become even better. So I was learning very fast. Not that I was originally a very fast learner. I, trust me, I just an average normal being. I didn't speak English. Like some people take a few months and they're already fluent. In four years, after being United States for four years, I still could not speak. So it tells you I'm <laughs> not that fast. Well, you, you've clearly improved upon those skills. 30 years later, you're consulting to groups like the Army Corps of Engineers. So you, you've come a Thank long you. way. So your client base, even though what you consult, you know, the service you offer mm-hmm. is, has changed, uh, your client base is fairly the same. You consult to high-tech companies. High-tech companies and financial companies. I also started, we start working with schools. There are a lot of schools right now that teach mindfulness and focused meditation. Let, let's, we should get right here, Mila, get to the, for the uninitiated or those who are new, because you don't have to Google too hard <laughs> to find stories, to find peer reviews, opinions, commentary on mindfulness. So as you practice it, what is mindfulness? In very basic terms, mindfulness and be, is being here and now with full attention, and that's where the key is. We're all here now, yet usually most of our thoughts are elsewhere. So our full attention, when we're fully present, we perceive much more. And mindfulness is actually just a sliver outside practice, what is at the outliner of the meditation. And that's what leads to mindfulness. All mindfulness programs, all mindfulness practices are based on the ability to meditate. And meditation, of course, is largely misunderstood. What's the, what do you think is the biggest misconception? And we should so to reiterate, mindful, meditation is part of mindfulness, but it's not the only part. When you go into a company or you start to say go yes. into schools, you don't just teach for the next half hour. We're going to meditate. There's more to it than, oh, than that. Absolutely. But the misconception. What is yes. the misconception? The biggest misconception about meditation is that it is not relaxation. A common understanding of meditation that you kind of sit back, relax, and just find your zen. Yeah, find well. <laughs> It would be nice if they would find Zen like that. <laughs> they just drift off and fall asleep. 
Meditation is very intense practice. It's intensive focus. But if you go to the gym and you really work it, if you're really intense at the gym, afterwards your body feels completely relaxed and at ease and flexible. And over time you develop health. We are talking to Mila Diamond. She is the CEO of Diamond Mind International. You are listening to us on OC Talk Radio, listening live over the Internet. You can also watch us. Uh, The stream is on both YouTube and uh, Facebook. And just punch in OC Talk Radio. You'll see first Mila Diamond. And after that, we have Heather Peterson coming up, CEO of National Merchants Association. We'll be back after just a short break. Keep talking to Mila Diamond. Find out how companies can turn a practice of mindfulness into their bottom, improving their bottom line, top and bottom line, uh, line. So stay with us. Pete Weitz are in for Rick Franzi on Critical Mass for Business. Hey, did you know that over 73% of consumer packaged goods and retail products fail miserably within their first year? Why? Because they find themselves in the pit of unawareness. You don't want to go there. Call me and I'll make sure that your packaging gets noticed. You know how I know? Because I'm the founder and creative director of MBN Design. We're one of Orange County's most established and trusted design firms. With over 20 years of experience, I can ensure that your brand will always stay new. Ask me how our packaging sold millions in months or see for yourself other success stories on our website at www.mbndesign.com. We're MBN because we're making brands new. Call 714-458-8701 and talk to me, Hector Garcia. That's my cell, 714-458-8701. I'll be waiting for your call. If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitment in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plans and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. Successfully navigating the changing world of public relations and digital marketing requires an experienced, tenacious, yet gracious team. In business for more than 20 years, Orange County-based Tea & Company delivers big agency results with personalized service. For more information, call us at 714-536-8407 or visit us online at tandco.me. Welcome back to Critical Mass for Business. Pete White's are in for Rick Franzi. We have a terrific guest in this first half hour, Mila Diamond. She's the CEO, founder of Diamond Mind International, consults on the practice of mindfulness. So you were relating mindfulness, largely meditation, to a hard workout in the gym. So if done well, yes. it's a hard workout in the gym. Exactly. And afterwards, your body feels relaxed, flexible, and capable. Well, what, that's what happens during after a good meditation. If you really push it, if you're really able to focus and clear your mind, 
It might be hard during that time. You may not having a good time. You were like pushing it. Afterwards, your mind is just clears. It's perceiving everything. Everything just the white noise goes away. It's so, like mental shower. So, so how does this look at a business? And please, if you can give us a specific example, we were you were t- talking about this is applicable. Yes. At, at, in any environment from a, a school to prisons, I've read. Yes. To obviously businesses are the majority of your client. How does this look like, say, at a business? At a business, yes. At a business, we would have like a workshop introductory. It takes a couple of hours to give the foundation, the basics. Um, we often set up meditation rooms, but that would be like conference room, for example, where people can just retreat in the morning. And I would come and I would give once a week, I would kind of like refresh. It's like you go and learn dancing with a teacher. So you learn meditation in installments. It's not just all at once. But, you know, traditionally, if we look at statistics, there we spend 40% of our time of our life at work. Yet only 60% of it is productive. And even of the times when we consider to be productive, two-thirds of that time is not to its maximum productivity, even when we are working. So what happens when you are trained in mindfulness and fully focused, and not only learn focused during meditation time, let's say 15 minutes in the morning, you also use your business projects, your career as an opportunity to one-pointedly focus. So it develops your focus even more. It develops your energy even more. Normally, people lose energy at work, right? That's a common. Like everybody is waiting for weekend. Everybody is waiting for evening. But here, you can actually gain energy from your work. You can gain energy from your projects. Mila, you mentioned 15 minutes. I know it's not one size fits all. We mentioned the yes. various types of clients that you have. But is that generally the idea that once they've retained your firm, and I assume they, they move on, that every every employee, and we're, we're also talking about every employee, CEO on down, would spend about 15 minutes early in the day doing mindfulness? Yes. It usually happens twice a day, like once in the morning, 15 minutes, and then 15 minutes like in the early evening or something, like maybe even on your own. But there is just one room, like a, a meeting room, dedicated where people can have that privacy. CEOs usually are the ones who start the movement. If you heard Salesforce CEO Mark Benioff, he is a big proponent of meditation. So is Etna, Mark uh, Bertolini. So he's a big proponent of meditation. We should point out, because folks are hearing now names, if not the CEOs themselves, of companies they're certainly familiar with. This is a... Um, we talked a little earlier about misconceptions, but this is a practice, this mindfulness, that has been... Uh, as I mentioned, peer-reviewed, so much written about it, and is... is we, it's uh, it's now commonplace. It's, it's, it's in the marketplace. It's commonplace, yes. And one thing I have to mention is that the best way to learn it would be with somebody who has really done it for a while, who really is an expert. Otherwise, you're trying to learn how to be a um, tennis pro by looking up online. On Play with better players, yes. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so just is it a, uh, is it a challenge for you? I'm at, so 
to relate what you've taught them, what they're buying from your company to the bottom line, you know, to draw that exact relation? How do you do that? You know, that? it's actually not that hard because there are a lot of stories. Right now, there has been already a lot of scientific research done showing the results that even just six, um, eight weeks of twice meditating for 15 minutes create permanent positive results in the brain. It's been measured. So now it's much easier than it was. That was a very big hurdle in, uh, some years ago to show that how it works. But there are also a lot of uh, results showing up. Like I just had two weeks ago, I spoke at the Renaissance uh, forums, executive forums. And I was talking about meditation, what it was, when one of the CEOs said that he was in another meeting with the other group of CEOs, and they were discussing his company, very heated discussion, you can imagine, like a room full of CEOs, they're talking about it. When the CEO whose company was discussed said, wait a minute, just hold a minute, everybody, give me three minutes. Three minutes. So they all kind of like sat back, and he sat there very quietly, and for three minutes he closed his eyes, and he didn't say a word, he was meditating. And they were like three minutes left is like an hour. And who was the CEO, Mila? <laughs> I will believe that. But the next day, he flew to New York, walked into the meeting that they were discussing, because he, after three minutes he said, I know exactly what to do. He walked into that meeting and closed the $10 million deal. So stories like this are not unique. What and would be unexpected to tout your competition? What would be a competitor in the marketplace, whether it's in the same – certainly there are other companies that yes. consult on mindfulness. But is there another a, – a, a, a service that preaches the same benefits? There are plenty of companies that are doing it right now. I, I think that I don't look at it as competition. I think the more of us doing it, the better. I go There's back real plenty. quick. I, I go back to my, my formative years as an accountant, as a bad accountant. But I was with a great company. I was with Johnson and Johnson, a healthcare yes. company, and they would put in fitness centers. They called it Fit for Life at their at all their places of business. Yes. With the hopes that in the morning or at lunchtime people would work out. Similar type of goal, right? To yes. what you're. Clear the mind, right? And on keep that energy level up, right? Well, I guess so. Um, in my experience, when I teach people how to do it, the results they see are so phenomenal, they stick to it. I have a new client, personal client, just one-on-one -on -one coaching, and she was completely new to meditation, never done it before, nothing. That's still the I biggest did, objection did for the, you to overcome, that they're new to it, they don't... Yes, but... Because her, she, we, we do pre-calibration. We actually do measurements of her energy, like her, according to her, on a scale from zero to ten. Where was she before we started meditating? She gave me that report. After one week, we're not talking about two months even, after one week, her initial pre-calibration in the morning was between six and seven. In the afternoon, it was between two and three. That was one of the reasons she wanted to work with me. After one week, she submitted her first report, weekly report. In the morning, it was between 8 and 9. In the afternoon, it was between 7 and 8. And how did she do, how do they do this measurement? We may not have enough time to get that into was, this. That was just according to her. I was just, I have a questionnaire. A checklist. And just a checklist. That's just hers. 
I had people who got jobs like within a month of doing it because their energy perked up and they were so sharp. In the years you've been in business, and it's been in, in this business has been how long? Your company? My company we started just about five years ago, but I have been teaching individually in parallel with my IT careers, computer science, for many years, for for twenty years. Has the business changed much? Well, yeah, the model changed because initially I was having this private groups of smaller, like 20, 40. In New York, I had 150 people in my group. But in California, 40, 60 people, let's say. And now I want to take it to the companies because I feel that's where we are. My students, they are doing great at home, but then they go to work and there is no environment to support it. So if we can provide it at the corporate level, that's phenomenal. That's my dream. And so so that's corporations we mentioned early on, schools I mentioned in, in prisons. Yes. Is there an environment where mindfulness wouldn't be effective or what's or what is maybe the next big frontier? Well, I don't know where it wouldn't be effective. It's like, where do you want to slack in life? Do you want, <laughs> do you want to have, like, if you want to go on vacation and go skiing, wouldn't you rather be the best skier there is? If you become, um, I don't know, a business well, you CEO. Sports. Do, you have, do you have athletes as clients? Or? Yes, I worked with athletes. I, I myself am very much into sports. I'm a scuba diver, a rescue scuba diver. I have a brown belt and full contact Japanese karate, as a matter of fact. And I, I feel that mindfulness makes everything better. As you know, on, on this show, on Rick's show, Critical Mass for Business, we always ask um, our guests for their guiding principle. Their yes. guiding principle. I mentioned Johnson & Johnson. We used to have, they still do, have a yes. famous credo. So what's the credo or guiding principle on, uh, on Mila Diamond's business? Inspiring greatness and creating enlightened leaders. Because I believe that greatness and genius is within each individual it's just been covered and cluttered with our conditioning we never taught people how to access their own genius how to access their energy how to apply it to business to be most effective so this form of meditation is definitely very effective for excellence minded individual who want to push it who want to achieve way beyond of what's normal and successful. So still that element, if folks don't want, don't want to achieve excellence, they're not going to get the most out of mindfulness. But folks who do, how can they get in touch with uh, Mila Diamond? My website is miladiamond.com. M-I-L-A-D-I-A-M-O-N-D. Of course, if you're watching us on, uh, also watching the uh, podcast on the uh, Facebook or YouTube, you can see that title. MilaDiamond.com is the best way to get in touch with you. That's correct. Or they can email me, Mila at MilaDiamond.com. <laughs> Terrific. Well, it's, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed our half hour together, Mila. I, I thank you for coming down. Uh, to, good luck with the traffic back to Los Angeles. Thank you. Y- you know how to clear your mind. You'll be fine with it. The rest of us fight it all the time. <laughs> Ple- pleasure to meet you, and, and best of luck continuing to grow your business. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pete. We're going to take a, a quick break. Again, you're listening to uh, Critical Mass uh, for Business on OC Talk Radio. We'll be back at the bottom of the hour. CEO and founder of National Merchants Association. Her name is Heather Peterson. She'll be visiting with us for a half hour. I'm Pete Weitzner in for Rick Franzi. And stay with us, please. <laughs> 
Are you ready to tap into the power of social media to promote your business? It's easy to get social with Turn Up the Volume, the award-winning social media marketing professionals who know how to get results. Drive web traffic, boost sales, get social today. Visit www.turnupthevolume.com. That's turnupthevolume.com. If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plans and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. He used to pester me for a walk. Now it's the other way around. Hoag's physicians perform more orthopedic procedures than any other hospital in Orange County. Our orthopedic program, in fact, ranks among the top five in the entire country. So whatever it is you live for, you can get back to it sooner. Because as it turns out, the best part of life is simply living it. Hoag for life. Visit us at www.hoag.org. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show. Focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.